Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here, waiting for you. Welcome again to Dr. Paula McDonald and Live Today. And today we're talking about the power in words. And you know, I've been observing for a while that we're actually losing the gift of communication through the spoken word. And I felt so convicted to speak into this topic. And isn't it evident by just looking around how everyone just has their head buried in a device? The interpersonal face-to-face communication seems to be taking a back seat to the world of texting, email, and social media posts. So while exploring the topics in previous podcasts on vibrational frequency, God has just really impressed upon me the extreme importance and power of the gift of the spoken word. Having the ability to speak, it's a unique gift that only we as humans possess. So why on earth then are we dismissing this form of communication today? Well, let's go back to the Bible in Genesis 1-3. And God said, let there be light. The verse doesn't merely say he created the light. It clearly says he spoke into existence the light, therefore illustrating the power of the spoken word and how very important this is. Because God created communication, including the spoken word, it makes perfect sense that there is also power in our words. And individually, we each know words do matter. And they do affect other people in very personal ways. Interestingly, the book of John in the New Testament begins with the concept of how important words are. In John 1, 1 through 2, it reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and He was with God in the beginning. Wow! In the beginning was the Word. Many people share how they have actually heard God's voice or that they've received a message directly from God. Well, do they genuinely hear an audible voice? Some people say absolutely yes, and others hear God speaking to them within their spirit. I personally can attest to hearing God's voice in my inner being. One time in very specific format, Someone very close to me that I didn't know was in a perilous situation was indeed in a perilous situation. And in the middle of the night, I was awakened very suddenly with an intense sense of urgency to pray for this person at that very moment. About a week later, I heard from them and indeed there was a horrific accident occurring right near them that someone near them was physically harmed. And it happened the very night that God awakened me. I knew then the inner voice I heard was most definitely God's inaudible voice speaking right to me. 
and urging me to pray. And the older I am and the more in tune with God I remain, the more audibly I hear him. And I have learned not to question when I do hear him. As I stay connected and close to God, this is when I have heard him communicate with me the most. So as believers, if we desire to hear from God, we've got to stay in his word. We've got to stay connected to him in prayer. And we need to be open to hearing from him. This kingdom connection is critical. So this ability that we have as humans to communicate via the spoken word, it's amazing. The anatomy and structure of the human vocal cords and how they actually vibrate to create sound, it's a perfect design. These structures, which create speech, are composed of two folds of membrane, which when they vibrate and sound waves move over them. And therefore, these structures are not cords, but instead they're really folds of membranes. And because of the way they're folded and organized, humans then have an ability to create a wide variety of sounds and tones and pitch. Isn't that cool? (laughs) And these sounds provide the basics for all human language. And as we know, there's a million kinds of languages and dialects throughout the world. And the spoken word is indeed extraordinarily complex and intriguing. And so the purpose of this topic is to understand the power of the spoken word as it pertains to us. And as a child, I remember hearing the rhyme, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. But as I have experienced many, many times in my own life, words absolutely do matter and do cause harm to others. Words have the power to hurt, cause anger, and to fear. But words also can heal and soothe, create joy, and build up another person. The power of words should be a great reminder to be responsible for every word that comes out of our mouths. And we should never lose sight of this fact or take it lightly. Well, scripture actually contains many, many verses regarding how we should guard our words and our tongue. And these verses need to be with just ingrained in our souls and impressed upon our children. Because each of us is responsible for the words that we choose to use daily. So I went on a scripture search and I wanted to find out specifically what God had to say about warning words, words of warning. Psalm 141.3, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth and keep watch over the door of my lips. Proverbs 15.4, a soothing tongue is a tree of life, but perversion in it crushes the spirit. Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. The last one I'm going to read, there's several more. Proverbs 26, 28. A lying tongue hates those it crushes, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Whoo-wee. All right, so let's look at some verses on worthy words. Again, Proverbs. He who restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. And that's Proverbs seventeen twenty seven. 
in Psalm 35:28, and my tongue shall declare your righteousness and your praises all day long. Psalm 37:30, the mouth of the righteous utter wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. Well, I don't have an exhaustive list of every Bible verse of how we should use our words, but I wanted to highlight just a few as a guide. God wanted us to have many words of wisdom regarding how we are to use and guard our own words. His word provides excellent instruction for us on this topic. And when we gain greater respect and understanding of how powerful we have in our spoken word, this should instill a great responsibility for what comes out of our mouths. And we need to be mindful of the type of words we are using and most definitely how they affect those around us. Words really do matter. And I know in my lifetime, I have allowed my own words to cause harm to others. And I deeply regret the people who have been hurt by my careless or hurtful words. And as I continue to walk with Christ, I pray I become more and more like him daily and ask him to help me show restraint with my words at all times. I just prayerfully seek to be more like him each day. And throughout our Christian walk, we do have a huge responsibility to use our words carefully and wisely as we mature in our faith and having the discipline to guard our words. It's super important. We learn to control the spewing words of hate, cursing, and words that tear others down or cause emotional harm. So now just a little bit of science. You know I had to go there. (laughs) The human body is made mostly of water and our cells, tissues, and organs, for the most part, are made up of a lot of water. So water plays an important, vital role in our overall general health and well-being. So in reviewing what I've shared about vibrational frequency in the last podcast, we know that sound has many varying degrees of vibration. And so this information is vital as we move into this conversation about the power of the spoken word, because each time we open our mouths to speak, we're producing sound waves, which create a ripple effect. And there have been so many scientific experiments showing the ripple effect of sound waves on the water. And these studies are fascinating. There was a Swiss physician named Dr. Hans Jenny who produced some fascinating studies of this wave phenomena from sounds and words and how they affect water down to our cellular level. And because our cells have all this water, he then theorized that sounds and words most likely affect the human body at the cellular level. Y'all, that's huge. And because our bodies are made mostly of water, it makes perfect sense that sound would also have an impact on us physically. And the question is, what kind of impact or effect do various sounds or tones have on the human body? And so because of our water-laden designed bodies, it makes sense. Sound will have an impact deep within us. For me, I know when I'm around somebody who just spews negativity and they cuss all the time and they're just, ugh, it's just yucky. I can feel it. And I actually just want to run 
away from those people. I don't want to be around them at all. On the other hand, when I'm exposed to beautiful, soothing music, kind words, I experience an entirely different response. Sounds and words are significant, not only in what we speak, but also in what we allow ourselves to listen to. What you choose to expose yourself to definitely has an impact on your life. So think about this. The womb is a sack-filled house full of water, and it's developing a baby for nine months. And this fluid-filled home transmits sound through the water very effectively. So mothers are encouraged to play calm music, speak in calming tones, to bathe their growing babies in loving sound waves. And so you can imagine if that mother is exposed to awful music and yelling and screaming and cursing, what that is indeed doing to that baby. Whew. And because the visual effects of sound vibration on water can be observed, it makes sense that a developing fetus's environment, which is continuously exposed to sound waves, would have a great impact. And so the types of vibrational sound a baby is exposed to should speak volumes to any woman who is pregnant and to those who she lives with. So shouldn't we all consider our words carefully each and every time we speak? We have a huge responsibility. And removing yourself from conversations that tear down, insult, and spew hate, you should do that at all costs. Get away from them. And the brain is also bathed in a layer of cerebral fluid. And likewise, our hearts, our kidneys, our liver, our stomach, our intestines are receiving continuous streams of fluids flowing through them at all times. And when these fluids are disrupted, the flow is affected and the health of the organ is altered. Have you ever noticed when you are emotionally upset, how it affects various parts of your body? For me, it's, it's my gut. Whew, it goes right to it. With this in mind, retraining your thinking while also protecting what you say can have massive differences upon your life. So imagine the difference to those around you when you take a minute to really think about what you're speaking and hopefully the impact of positive words over negative words, you can then begin to affect your own health and those around you. Hopefully this information is really causing you to think and evaluate your words, the type of music and the environment that you're in daily. Maybe you've never considered this impact and what it really does down to a cellular level. So armed with this knowledge, now you can make positive choices that are going to impact yourself and everyone around you. So I have a few practical tips that I think are ways to help you utilize this knowledge in a manner that will help you recognize and use these power of words and sound. So first, protect what you hear. So think about it. If you are continually listening to negative people, negative TV shows, movies, video games that have tons of violence, well, you're constantly exposing yourself to these types of sounds. Continued exposure to them will have a negative impact and affect what you are doing in your own life. So you need to evaluate that.
Number two, replace the negative things by being selective with what you choose to watch, listen, and with whom you spend your time with. If you have a friend or a group of friends who tend to desire gossip and use ugly, demeaning words, just remove yourself from them and seek out people who are affirming, uplifting, and who make you smile and laugh. Three, this is a big one, you guys, and it's a hard one to do, but you need to set boundaries with people in your life who tend to be harmful or foul-mouthed. Sometimes we live with these people and it's difficult to remove ourselves from them, but having an open and honest discussion with them regarding how this is affecting you, it's important. And if they reject you for what you're saying and choose not to change, then you're going to need to find ways of not allowing their words to impact your life negatively. And many times, just by changing the way you respond to their negativity will begin to cause them to be more mindful of their own words. And finally, guard your thoughts at all costs. For any words to be formulated verbally, they are first thought of within your brain. So retrain your brain to get rid of those yucky, nasty words which are not serving you or serving others. Keep a journal to write down any negative self-talk thoughts that are creeping into your mind. And often, we become creatures of habit and repeat the same self-depreciating words without really being aware we're even doing this. So words and thoughts are critical. Every one of us is responsible for what we are choosing to share with the world. God desires us to reflect upon His character. And His character does not include tearing yourself or others down. As we continue to explore theosynthesis and keeping our secure connection to God truly depends on what and how we think. God desires for each of us to have clean thoughts that produce pleasing words. And as we walk boldly in the Christian life, every word you choose to use should be considered. The perfect verse to reflect on as we come to the close of this topic comes from Romans 12:2. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what will you do today to renew what you listen to, what you think about, how you speak, and what you watch? Make a list and be as honest as you can to assess those things that are not serving you. And as you create your list, think about ways to effectively replace the negative things with more positive and uplifting things in your life. So until next time, have you fully lived today? Head on over to my website to order my book, Theosynthesis, which there's tons more information in this book than I can ever go into in a podcast. And so I would just be honored if you went to drpaulamcdonald.com and click on order a book. And until next time, live today. On my Ask Dr. Paula today, and we just discussed the power of words, I want to share something that happened to me this week and affected my life greatly. And I'm sharing it because I bet you so many of you out there have had this happen where you've had a very personal or professional attack. Somebody's using 
horrible words against you. Well, this person is in my community decided to just start spreading a huge false lie regarding the validity of my education simply because my education comes from a Christian university. And the only reason this person would be doing such a thing is to simply discredit my reputation. And of course, when we discover an attack such as this, it's not a good feeling. And the human side of you, oh, you want to strike back and you want to go into that defense mode and how dare them. But the Christian side demands that when we are under attack, we must be wise and we must go to the source and process this event. I believe more than ever, those of us who are willing to step out and speak out for Christ, the attacks are going to come more and more as we navigate these times. And the Bible's very clear that in this world, we will experience trouble. John 16, says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Ooh, I'm so glad I have Jesus in my life because knowing this, the best thing that I can do or you can do when you experience this blowback in your personal life or professional life, three things I like to think about. First of all, I go to prayer and I'm very specific in my prayers and petitions. I am claiming protection. I'm claiming clarity and truth. Secondly, Know who you are dealing with. Dr. Henry Cloud has a great video regarding dealing with the wise, the foolish, or the evil person. And if you are dealing with an evil person or one who just desires to bring harm to you, knowing who they are will help you deal with them. Because if they're evil, just stay away from them. Stand strong. Know when you are proclaiming God's word. The world is going to stand against you. So that's going to happen. So stand strong, my friends. Shoot me your questions by going to drpaulamcdonald.com and clicking on the Connect tab. So until next time, are you fully living today? Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and in abundant connection with God.